All right, it's recording. I think we're live. We are. So we're using a different mic this time versus last time, and this is our second episode. Um, and we finally got ourselves live on Google Play, Stitcher, and um, iTunes. Very exciting. I think, uh, Davey, I want to give you lots of props for doing all that behind-the-scenes legwork. And uh, if you're listening out there, clearly we're doing something right because you discovered us through some open platform of some sort. So good job, Davey, because yeah. it was not going to be as easy as, as we initially thought. Yeah, we also just, uh, yeah, either that or you found us through one of us telling you about it. <laughs> That's true. Word of mouth marketing. <laughs> Literally from one of us. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Either Crystal told you or I told you Yeah, is pretty much uh, how you would have found out about this. Anyway, I think today's topic, uh, we were discussing this before recording, but I think there's a lot of room for us to be more real and for us to be not just as honest and transparent as possible through this podcast, but for us to reflect on something that we're aspiring to be, which is just to be more honest with ourselves and our personal lives and to really reflect on where, what are areas that could use more realness? Because I'm the first to say I curate the shit out of my Instagram. And I use this service actually called, um, it's called Selfmade. This is not a plug, but I'm just going to talk about it because sure. it's top of mind. Um, you pay a monthly fee and you submit photos and you tell them what to edit. And they send you back the edit. No way. Yes. It is legitimately something that has fed my ego to a point where I'm realizing I'm spending you know, hundreds of dollars a year through their subscription, just having a service that sends me photos that represent the, the type of me that I want to look like. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know that. Uh-huh. I did not know that. I was just like, oh, wow, so Crystal's just randomly posting. I'm just posting. my phone. I'm going to show you right now, Davey. And I know if you're listening, you can't really see it, but this is essentially a gallery of photos that I upload. And let me give you an example. If I tap it, this is the before. Oh and then my this god! Is the after. That is hilarious. Yes, I did not know. and it's expensive. That's... It's fifty dollars a month, which, knowing me and my Asian thriftiness, I'm like, it has to really be worth it. Fifty dollars. Yeah. But I, I am so addicted to curating and and putting my best foot forward that I know I'm veering into like plastic territory because sometimes I'm like, please get rid of that under eye bag. No, I want some more. I, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Right. And there are sometimes unlimited revisions, and I think my poor designers wherever they are, I think in Southeast Asia, are like, wow, this wow. girl is so self-absorbed. Wow, there's a lot of customer support tickets coming from, <laughs> from Crystal here. Lots of revisions. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I didn't know that um, because I just, I edit all my photos on the phone kind of within the moment and then I just like post it and then I move on. That's the best way. That's the best. If you think about cost-benefit analysis and putting the amount of time into uploading a photo and having that full loop of here I captured it and here I, you know, starting from capture to posting, my loop is way too long and I overthink way too much. So I would say your workflow is so much more effective because you're able to just check the box and move on because I have plenty of photos that I I, I overthink it and they're never going to be posted. Yeah, that's so fascinating. I I think it's very similar to like uh, answering emails. Mm-hmm. Right, like oftentimes, what I do is I answer my email. If it takes below three minutes, two minutes, three minutes, I will just answer it, and then I'll hit uh, send an archive, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. 
whereas if you know it's a more involved one or it's something where you know i'm trying to like make it special i gotta like put bullet points then i actually try to schedule in the time for it but just the act of scheduling in time to do this thing is yeah kind you're, of ridiculous. you're almost um adding to your to-do list because you already know that you have to do something but if you're scheduling time to do the thing that's going to help you do the thing that's right your 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 wonder list is now three items long instead of one item long one, with yeah. that two or three minute reply. That's right. Plus the cognitive load that you have is pretty intense also, you know, probably for when... That means you must think about each photo a and I'm lot. And I'm not proud of it. You know, the fact that I'm admitting this openly is actually pretty cathartic because I think I need to see a therapist for this. Um, the <laughs> hi, of, my name's Davey. <laughs> yeah, hi, hi, Davey. Please help walk me through, you know, this this... I have like a little golem inside me, like, you're ugly, Crystal, or you look great, Crystal. <laughs> That's right. And I'm constantly reconciling my Instagram the two. is my precious. Yes, it, my Instagram grid is my precious. And I don't even have that many followers, and I don't really care that much about um, who follows me. Right. It's more like I am just trying to put... Your it's best almost forward, my best though. foot forward for myself, right? right? That's right. Because I want to I, I look back when I'm in my 40s and say, wow, like... I had a really fun time, you know, in, in my in my late twenties. But at this rate, I'm not actually representing the most authentic side, yeah. right? Stories, I'd say, are more authentic for me. It is. I I also find it fascinating to think about. It's almost like you're scrapbooking. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you're scrapbooking, it's you're super selective about what you have. To scrapbook because it takes a lot of time you got to get the paper then there's the background to the photo that's got to match like the photo and then you're pasting yes, it yes. you're pressing it and then you might even write little notes to the side of it etc etc so yes. there's a lot of like cognitive load for that and the question is i, I just don't know is is it worth it right I, that's a great question i keep asking myself that but i think yeah. i have some sort of addictive emotional connection to um, curating my social media because I you know I have such a big ego that I'm it's it's a place for me to be a narcissist without necessarily exposing it to the world because I like to get these photos back but I'm not trying to spam everyone else's feed with pictures of myself because it's not so much about that that's right it's more about like how do I create a self-perception that makes me feel better about myself yeah, it's more for you than mm-hmm. it is for other people. And that's probably why, like, you know, the follower count doesn't matter or who follows you doesn't matter as much. Um, you're kind of doing it for yourself, which I try to do, but it's really hard sometimes because every single time I get, like, a little heart or whatever, you're like, ooh. ooh validation! Ooh. Hell yeah! <laughs> Somebody double tap this picture. <laughs> Hopefully by accident, maybe. <laughs> I matter to someone. You know, my photo you know, came across their minds for a millisecond, right? That's right. an ego-boosting, kind of kind of validating thing, which I, I feel like I need to be careful of because it's easy to get too wrapped up in that world. Yeah. Um, I think that it also, like, pulls you a little bit away from, like, living your actual best life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fascinating, right? Like, you want to show your best life, but then you end up not living it. So I actually felt the same way. Um, so I used to be a professional photographer, and I felt the same way. Like, I would edit a photo, like, for hours. 
because I wanted somebody to look just so. Probably like a plastic surgeon. Like I'm like a plastic surgeon, but right, but better because like there's this cool thing called Photoshop. Yeah, and you don't have to cut into anybody. I don't have to cut into anybody. You don't have to sign any releases. You don't have to worry about HIPAA compliance. Like you just you know liquefy that shit. Suddenly she's twenty pounds lighter. Yeah, which is addictive. Here's the best part. There's also an undo. <laughs> so yeah. if I make a mistake, I can just undo it or just yeah. delete the layer yeah. and then just do it again. Mm-hmm. So there's like no, you know, wrong scalpel move, like risk as well. But I would edit these photos because I wanted them to truly capture like a more perfect life, right? Like this is really amazing. And, um, I still do that to a certain extent, but I think the better thing that I do now is I fully time box it. Mm-hmm. So I will do my best work for about an hour and then that's it. Like mm-hmm. I've just run out of time. Right. Um, but that takes a lot of discipline, by the way. Yeah. You know, I just put a stopwatch on my phone and then when that thing beeps, like I turn into a pumpkin and I have to like, I have to like ship, <laughs> ship it. Right. Like I'm just like, and file, save as, export, done, right? And that, that's, that's the limit that I set for myself. Because otherwise, I'm just going to spend like, you know, one hour will turn into two, turns into four. And the photo looks better, but not it's marginally better, I right. think. Um, and I think that's like one of the things that um, I struggle with sometimes is that notion of what is perfection, right? And I think with life, you strive to be perfect, mm-hmm. knowing full well you won't get there. I know. Doesn't it piss you off? It does. It pisses me off. It's like the most annoying thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I want to move on to other things that I would love to do. Yeah. I would just find so much more enjoyment out of. Yeah. I think you you strike a really good point about how after a certain stage in your editing process, it's just diminishing returns. That's right. For every additional 20 minutes you spend on something, is it really going to bring that much more happiness to your end client who is probably just going to be gushing over the fact that you caught a really special moment, say for instance for weddings. And you know, on another point, all of the curation and all of the effort that I put into my social media, it helps me actually realize. So one benefit is that I think it inoculates me to assuming all of the pictures in magazines are really representations of real life. So for instance, if I am That's at an airport kiosk and yep. I see, you know, these beautiful celebrities on these magazines, I now know like that shit's fake. And it makes it, in a weird sadistic way, it makes me feel better. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because no, it's, like, it's like this impossible standard is so impossible and like the tools of creating perfection have been democratized and decentralized to such a point where everyone can kind of look like that. And it's almost a great equalizer. It's it's yeah. in a weird way, it's kind of an okay thing for me. Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree. Because, like, I use Photoshop. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, that's crazy, right? Nobody's skin's that perfect, right? Like, this woman looks like she's never had a pimple in her entire life. <laughs> this magical skincare cream will undo all of the scarring. That's, that's right. Oh my God, she's never been sleep deprived, right? Like, what the heck is going on? Or, man, and and it's just so funny what we are able to do. You know, just even watching, like, YouTube videos of people Photoshopping at, you know, 4x speed is really fascinating because of all the little changes that they're able to make, all the minute things that, you know, make an amazing photo. You know, it's just very similar to, like, writing too, right? Like, you know, if we were to write, if I was to write a journal entry, I just go. 
and it's just stream of conscious and it's just it's just whatever I'm thinking about at the current moment. But if I'm publishing a book <laughs> Which is a long process. I've looked into it. Right. And you have like people pretty much like sixteen different rounds of edits. Like notes from all sorts of people that you trust, that you care about, you value their opinion, trying to like really refine. And eventually, yes, you you get like the very polished diamond. Um, and you know, there's something great about that at the same time. Yeah. But if you don't edit that book, it's going to be awful because like the flow is not right, the cadence isn't there. It's insulting the points, to your reader too. That's right? right. Why would you put out a piece of shit if like? Your reader's time is the most valuable thing, too. That's right. And so you want to be conscious of it. But if you want to make it so perfect, nobody will ever read your book. <laughs> so at some point, you have to draw a line and be like, I think this is good enough. Draft 72. I, f- I feel great about this one. You know, right? these textbook professors, <laughs> they totally get off scot-free because they'll put out their first textbook edition one. They can, uh, they can literally do revision 36. Yeah. Cover all their mistakes. Yeah. Update the Update. information. Yeah. Not to mention charge a buttload. Yeah. For every textbook. For but at the same time, you know, science does change. So it's not like, you know, That's version true, one in, in like the 70s. Come on, man. We've learned a <laughs> lot. We've come a long way, right? Um, but yeah, I, the, the other thing that's really fascinating about kind of this whole Instagram culture and, and, and this perfection piece is also how much time do you spend documenting stuff? Because I felt that um, when I was doing photography, uh, I'll give a wedding as a great example. I love to drink wine and dance around as much as the next person, but I'm working. And so I'm documenting other people having fun, other people drinking, other people meeting new people. I have no problem meeting new people. And I end up finding it so fascinating that when you're documenting, you're not actually living the thing or you're living the thing with like a nice rectangle in front of your face. Right. Um, I, I see a lot of people go to concerts and like all these cell phones are up because they're like, I have to record this moment. But if you're recording the moment, are you really enjoying that moment? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know. I'm I'm torn because I've, I've been on the other extreme of it. Right. Where I'm documenting somebody else's moment. And it, you know, like I'm happy for them to get married. I, I think they're wonderful people. I, you know, whatever. But am I really, truly enjoying it? And, and I think I answered it for myself, which was no. <laughs> like, I like the check. Um, but but I, I don't know what we could do to be more present. And I think that's, like, the one thing that I like about how we're approaching this podcast, which is we are not editing anything so that we're not sounding, like, more polished, you know? Right. Like, um because and it also adds too much i think overhead for something simple that we're trying to do which is podcast but effectively i don't want to sit there and edit out all the ums the ahs the likes uh because i i say that a lot yeah so do i it's just entered into our normal lexicon at this point yeah but i think it's it's hard to listen to a little bit but at the same time like there i go again is it worth the extra you know, four hours to really polish a transcript. Definitely not. <laughs> you and I have full-time jobs, you know. I yeah. think this is more of an experimental, exploratory right. venture. And our on-air therapy sessions are going to be what they are. Yeah. Um, because the things we talk about and the things that we're experiencing, we can't be the only ones. 
Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, for those listeners, uh, just want to pretty much say, if you have any questions, you know, you can tweet at us or email us. Um, everything's under at experimental. Excuse me. At, ask. Ask. Experimental. experimental. Damn, I should probably edit that too. That's okay. <laughs> it, totally everything's that at, at <laughs> ask, ask experimental. experimental. It's a little bit hard to say, um, but you can reach out to us. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, uh, please let us know. Peace out. <laughs>